So looking back at that point, the first moment when the nurse was relaying this information to me that my mom had passed away, I can say that um, I think I experienced the first stage of grief right off the bat. So um, it was shocking, you know, initially just hearing that kind of information will leave you in shock. Um, but I was also in denial. And so um, a lot of therapy has kind of taught me that there are stages of grief. And um, I went to the liberty of kind of going online and um, kind of researching about it myself. And so I came across the Kabler-Ross model, right? And this is a model developed by Elizabeth Kabler. Um, she's a Swiss-American psychiatrist. And um, this model is found in her book On Death and Dying. And I believe it's a book that was published in the 1960s. Um, but I stand to be corrected. And in the model, um, she kind of lays out the five stages of grief. And so um, it's first denial, then anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Um, and there are other people who have kind of extended on the model. And so they would say shock and denial as a first um, stage of grief, and then pain and guilt, anger and bargaining, depression, the upward turn, reconstruction and working through, and lastly, acceptance and hope. But for the purposes of this podcast, for the purposes of this episode, I'm going to focus on the Kubler-Ross model. So um, right off the bat, I definitely was experiencing um, shock and denial. And so was, um, I believe, my dad and my brother. Um, and so that evening, we made the necessary calls to close relatives and friends, and we made our way home. And that was that. And I remember my father being in so much anguish and he was inconsolable. My brother seemed numb. I was still panicking because I saw my dad and how much pain he was in. And I really couldn't believe that all of this was happening. And so um, the days and the week that followed that, just in, preparations, um, in preparation for my mom's funeral, is what I could easily describe as the worst week of my life. Um, it felt like hell week because every day the reality was sinking in. No one was coming in to say, you've been shucked. No one was coming in to kind of um, tell us that it was a big joke. It was all very real. And that week, my friends and my family got me through and I'd like to believe that they got my dad and my brother through as well. And so um, the weeks um, after burying my mom were extremely difficult. Um, I think I was in a, a period of bargaining, you know, and I remember it so vividly because I had these dreams, these, it was the same theme. And so in the dreams, I'd kind of dream of my mom um, in hospital or just not well. And I was constantly trying to heal my mom. I was constantly trying to look after her and give her medicine and just try to save her from that day where she would die because subconsciously I knew that that day was coming and I just wanted her to survive that day. And then I'd know that she would survive. And I was in so much denial, but I was also bargaining and I felt as though if I try really hard, maybe she'll come back. Maybe I'll wake up and she'll be here and... If you've ever experienced anything like that, it is the most painful thing because you wake up every morning and the same reality hits you right in the face again. She's gone. She's not coming back. And 
as you can imagine, it was difficult um, having to kind of now readjust our lives. And I remember feeling very lost within myself, not knowing my coming or my going. <laughs> it was just a difficult, confusing, very painful time. And so around that time is when my father and I started um, our counseling sessions. We sought therapy. And I know that um, from my brother discussing his emotions not something that he favors. And so he kind of puts that into his music because we don't deal with pain the same. We don't deal with life the same. And so I found the therapy to be quite helpful. Um, and I think my dad did too, to an extent. He stopped with the therapy. I continued to do one-on-one -on -one sessions. And in those sessions, I learned so much about the whole process, but I was extremely grateful for the lady that we had found to kind of counsel us through that period because um, she's a believer and it just seemed as though everywhere I turned some way somehow I felt as though God was directing me to people who would build me up in him and um, I think it got to a point where I couldn't deny that God is definitely comforting me at this point. Like it says in Psalms 34 verse 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit and at that point I can definitely attest to the fact that he truly is near to the brokenhearted because I experienced God's nearness in a way that I never have before in my entire existence. I felt like he was so close. I felt like at every point when I cry or when I whisper that he was right there with me. And, you know, I know that I say this all the time, that God is right there with us, but it just felt different. And so... Even when, um, you know what pain does to you, it kind of, it messes you up so much. Even at points when I kind of throw myself on the floor because I couldn't, I couldn't bear to stand and I would just scream at the top of my lungs because I just couldn't make sense of the reality that I was faced with. Some way, somehow, even through that, I felt comforted. I felt as though the Holy Spirit was counseling me through it. And whenever I'd cry and I'd just ask him to, take the pain away, somehow I just felt comforted. And um, even in the pain, I would experience his peace, which is really weird for me because I'm in so much pain. I don't expect what I'm feeling. And it would frustrate me at times that I'm, in, I'm experiencing this peace that I just, I don't understand it, but it's there. But I'm in pain and I'm confused and I, and I, and I wish this would end, but it was there. Um, and so as time went by, one thing I can definitely say that I experienced as well in my, um, I think, stages of grief, um, I think I started to, um, I started to experience a lot of anger and depression. Um, I started to um, experience being in a somewhat state of depression. But um, even before that, you know, I remember there would be times I'd be crying and I think this is just a testament to um, the scripture that says um, you raise up a child in the way that they should go and he will never depart from it. And my mom, at every point, even when she was so sick and she couldn't move, she'd always just tell us to pray and to worship. And so when I was experiencing this, this pain that just ripped me apart, at that point, all I knew what to do was to play some worship music to kind of get me through that point. And God is so interesting that even right then, 
my heart would kind of be filled with gratitude because like I said with the first week just preparing for mama's funeral I felt so much gratitude I felt gratitude because not only was God getting my family and I through this extremely insanely difficult time but he had kept his promise to my mom he promised to heal her and he did I was grateful because and I still am because my mom's resting that I never have to worry about my mom I never have to feel upset and bargain with God to heal her because she's so sick and she's in so much pain because she's with him now and she's in his good care and she's at peace and as confusing as it sounds even in those moments of feeling suicidal which is a new thing that I never really experienced but there would be times I felt like I couldn't bear the pain and I just wanted to end it but because I know the truth and I know Jesus I'm like man I can't do this but even at that point I'd feel somewhat happy for my mom cuz I felt like she's exactly where she's always wanted to be my mom loved god you guys my mom loved god so much with, with her entire existence with every fiber of her being and I knew that she was in the one place that she'd always wanted to be all her life she was in she was in god's presence and she was resting in his glory and i promise you this is not some christian thing you say i truly experienced it and i know that it could have only been god who got me to that point um so you know how revelations chapter 14 verse 15 says and i heard a voice from heaven saying write this blessed are the dead who die in the lord from now on blessed indeed says the spirit that they may rest from their labors for their deeds follow them and i figured my mom is blessed she's resting in god's glory and nothing will ever harm her ever again and and there's a scripture that um i think a lot of us know that i've always known i think growing up as a young christian or as a a preteen <laughs> a preteen and a teenager um and it's from 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 and it reads um but we do not want you to be uninformed brothers about those who are asleep that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope for since we believe that Jesus died and rose again even so through Jesus God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep for this we declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive who are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command with the voice of an archangel and with the sound of a trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first then we who are alive who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so we will always be with the Lord therefore encourage one another with these words and i have found these words to be extremely comforting It's something when you read the word of God and you come across a scripture like this and you read it and you understand it but then you go through it and you realize that you have to trust in this and make it your bread and butter. And when I read this, my heart is filled with so much joy and so much hope because I'm so glad that heaven is real. I'm so glad that God is real. He exists. He's real and that one day, one day I'll get to see my bestie again. I'll get to see my mom. 
I'll get to see her looking fresh in her prime. We'll be happy and we'll embrace each other. But until that point, I'm committed to living a life that will treasure her memory. I'll always, I'll always miss my mom, but I'll always love her too. I'm committed to living out the lessons that she taught me. She taught me how to love. She taught me how to be merciful. She taught me how to be a lady. She taught me how to laugh. And she taught me to have fun. But she also taught me that my God is everything. And that we build our lives on God. And I guess that's all I have to hold on for now. Just the memories and the legacy that she left behind. And I'm okay with that. I don't want to lie to you. It gets really difficult. Um, the beginning of this year, I experienced um, anger and depression, but I think I'm slowly accepting it. I mean, I have sort of accepted it, but I think I'm, I'm getting to that point. And I think that's why I've experienced so much sadness and depression um, or depressive states rather over the past couple of days and weeks is because I think I'm finally accepting it. And so I guess right there and then you realize that these stages can kind of overlap, kind of work hand in hand. And they have. And they do. <laughs> yeah. As it says in Ecclesiastes, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. And that's kind of verse one to two. And I found that to be true. And that kind of rhymed. <laughs> but um, it's true. And um, what I'm experiencing is nothing new. It's nothing new, but it's new to me. And I will treat it as such. And so um, as we part ways, um, I just want to leave you with this. If you are experiencing any level of grief or if you have in the past, to be still and to know that he is God. That is one thing that will center you and keep you because you understand that God is sovereign, that he will use anything and everything to edify you. And even in the pits of a darkness like grief and pain and loss, even in that he is still intentional about helping you become the you that he created you to be and for bringing out the best in you to use these situations for your good. I don't know the level of pain that you are facing, but I know that a lot of us, if not all of us, know what loss feels like. We've all experienced a level of loss. And maybe you've experienced grief and you weren't even aware of it. So I hope you, I hope you know that God is with you at every point in your life. Even when you're angry at him, he's actually with you. So be still and know that he is God. And know that you'll get through this as I'm getting through it. I love you. God loves you. God is here for you. Heaven is rooting for you. You're going to be okay. Until next time. Mwah.